Good evening. It's Thursday night, people. The Dr. Zeus podcast, motherfuckers. Well, American Horror Story basically sucks. It jumped the shark. Um, I felt like I was watching Mad Max Beyond Leather. So, yeah, I, I won't be continuing. Yeah, I know. Oh, but it's a remix. Everyone from all your favorites. Not all of them were my favorites. Come on. Let's get that shit out of the way. It looked like something out of Sprockets from Saturday Night Live. Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson. and They're shooting horses in the head. And I thought, what kind of shit is this? You know? What kind of shit is this? Um... I don't know. It was like just watching one big fire pit after another. Not interesting. You know. I don't know what else to tell you people. But it's about to get crazy up in here. So. But you know, it's Thursday. Friday is coming. It's almost here. And, you know. It's all good, baby, baby. I'm not going to rap tonight. I don't have my microphone revved up. I'm in bed like Elvira. Oh, and I guess they're putting out a Blu-ray of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, 30th Anniversary Edition. Most definitely, I want to get it. I love Elvira. Beautiful. And yes, I know some of you are like, but I thought you went one way. I still can, you know, feast upon the, the... amazement that is Elvira you know I don't know I don't know anymore nothing is truly one side anymore and if you think that then I don't know go contact the popcorn makers okay add more butter more sugar butter and sugar oh my god Roseanne's favorite but she doesn't have a show anymore where did she move did she move to Tel Aviv I don't know she moved somewhere where she can't watch American Horror Story Maybe that's a good thing. Joan Collins, on the other hand, you know, I can understand. You're, you're Joan Collins. You're, uh, you know, dynasty days are long gone. I mean, if Linda, uh, you know, here's what would have made that American Horror Story a little better. If it also had Linda Evans. I mean, John Forsythe is dead. They can't dig him up like Sonny, you know. Or shit, if it had Cher, it would be really funny. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It sucks. It just fucking sucks. Not interesting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan Murphy. But, you know, if you want me to come back, you gotta throw some Whoopi Goldberg. Have her be the new Supreme, okay? Have Stevie Nicks. I don't know. But this first episode sucks. What the fuck are you thinking? Ooh, I sure got you. That's what he's probably thinking, waving his cane in the air. No, you didn't. I don't think so. Homie, don't play that. So, I don't know. It is... It's Thursday. And, you know, 
I had the doors on. I was playing, you know, that song pop app really sucks because you're playing it and you're playing all these obscure songs. And I want to write to them and say, okay, what is, what is the point of this? You know, what, what the fuck are you trying to do? I don't know. I just want to watch my TCM. The hurricane footage has been grazed down to category one, but I'm still praying for you all, you know, every single day. I watched a very interesting uh, video about flying into a hurricane. Something about that just made me think, oh, I'd want to do that. But I'm not a scientist, so, you know, can't. I mean, hey, it looked more promising than that Twister movie where they drive into the Twister, you know. This is, of course, before Helen Hunt was taken seriously as a film actress. This was like a year before As Good As It Gets. So. And Bill Pullman. Or was was it? No, not Bill Pullman. Um, let's see. Let's see who's in Twister. I'll tell you that half of them are dead. Except for uh, Lois Smith. She's still alive. She was in... Um, oh, okay. Alan Ruck is still alive. Let's see. Bill Paxson, unfortunately, is dead. Helen Hunt, I don't know. Jimmy Gertz, career is dead. Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace. Lois Smith, still alive. Um, let's see who else. Whoa, there's a lot of people in this. Alan Ruck. You know, I mean, I think we all remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Such a great film. Mm. The 80s Rat Pack. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Gotta love it. Unfortunately, you know... I'm looking at the way television network TV is kind of like how Walmart used to be. I don't know. And then if you want, here's the thing. I have direct TV, but if I want the premium channels, I just subscribe to them on iTunes and watch them on the Apple TV. Um, but, um, you know, I'm just going to relax, pray for Friday to come. I'm working toward the future because, you know, what's going on looks kind of bleak. And when you, you know, start sending out certain things, I don't know. It's just like, mm, yeah, I don't think I want to stay for that. So, it's, I watched the Eminem interview he did with Sway. Those are interesting. First of all, he looks good. He looks good with the, the facial hair. And he looks like he's, you know, just... At, he's at a point where he has nothing left to prove. And people are wanting to beef, beef him, you know, and fuck it. I thought I would dedicate tonight's show to someone who... I'm inspired by 
And I know you're going to think, oh my God, you like those freaks. I don't think he's a freak. I'm going to talk about Phil Heath, bodybuilder. I was not into bodybuilding. The only time I took an interest is when I would see Arnold in the movies. I think, oh, I want a body like that one day. But then a few years ago, I hear about this, this bodybuilder, Phil Heath, and I'm looking and thinking, whoa, that is genetics. That is imp not impossible, but amazing. That inspires you. To, oh, maybe if I work out, maybe, you know, it's not a maybe. It's a train, train, train. Work your ass off. And so I want to give him respect. Here he is. This is the eighth one. And I think, I don't think, I know he's got it. He's always saving the best for last. Like Vanessa Williams. Come on. So Phil Heath, this one's for you. I'm always in awe. You don't piss me off. You're very, as one of your fans I would say admirer because I think fan is such a small word for you because we had, we are inspired by you. A fan is a fanatic. I'm not really a fanatic. I'm inspired by you. And I want to say that, you know, and you're fucking ginormous. And I know people will say, Oh, you like that? That's a, mm, what's, what are you saying you for? That's work. That's talent right there. That's working hard. I have a autographed picture of him, so I mean, you know, yeah. But yeah, tonight's show is dedicated to Phil Heath. We're of the same age age range, same height. I'm only 5'9", though, so, you know, specimen, specimen, you know. I mean, you're like Captain America to me, so. But that's been the Dr. Zeus podcast. Elvira said it best, unpleasant dreams. And I want to give a cup of shut the fuck up to Trump. Shut the fuck up. Stop going after Puerto Rico. They're going to get you. They're going to fucking get you. Like Eminem gets everyone that beefs with him. Puerto Rico's going to be Eminem and they's going to get your ass. Good night. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm on the road again like Willie fucking Nelson. So you know it's Friday night. Go! I had some dinner with a very good friend. Just discussing things. Matters of life. What Arnold Schwarzenegger's real name or his last name means in German. I don't think I can repeat it. But it's kind of self-explanatory, shall we say. It's Mr. Olympia weekend. Hence why I'm talking about Arnold. Our former governor of California. I didn't always agree with him, but when it comes to fitness, he has said, I do not eat white flour, it's white duff. Yeah, that's what he says, you know. He is the Terminator. Speaking of Terminators, last night I watched, I taped it, American Horror Story Apocalypse. No. It just was, it was not good. And I understand. Many of you that I know love it. You like it. That's great. I didn't like it. You know, I, I love the Terminator movies. I understand that because it's different. But I feel. You heard my commentary when I did the first podcast, 
American Horror Story, Big Vomit, and it was. I can relate to them in terms of, oh my god, it's been 18 months, and this is all they're fucking eating? Are you fucking kidding me? So stuff like that. Plus, you have these talented actresses, Kathy Bates, Sarah Paulson, shit, even Joan Collins. Where did they fucking dig her up from? I, 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 when I saw Joan Collins, it was almost like, are they bringing back Dynasty? Oh no, Steve Pock, talk about uh, when hell freezes over, you know? It's one big eagle, eagle song after another. So, but yeah, I'm very, it just was not my cup of tea. Southern tea, by the way. I love Southern sweet tea, thanks to my friends. But it's Mr. Olympia weekend. Phil Heath has it. Uh, I love how some of his friends, Jay Cutler, oh, someone new. I, I, I don't buy that shit. Someone new? Are you fucking kidding me? You've gotten to this point. You don't believe in Phil Heath anymore. Someone new. What are you trying to spruce up the, you know, well, let's put the wool over their eyes. Fuck that shit, okay? Fuck that. And I've consulted many people who know more about bodybuilding than I do. Bodybuilding. Because I would like to get into it eventually. You heard it first. I don't know how I'm going to remain funny. Because I've always joked that, you know, if I get skinny, then I won't be as funny anymore. I don't know. With muscles. Here's the thing. Do I want muscles to impress people? Not really. I want them for myself. I want to be able to look at myself and think, ah, I'd do me, you know. Because self-love comes first. The rest of it, eh, you know. But I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But I want to feel good in my frame. And I look at that and it's like, whoa. That's like my brothers who like to build cars. I want to build myself like a fucking car, okay? You know, the stick shift, the Hemi engine. I, I want to look like, you know, I've got five of them. I don't know. But, yeah. It's just one of those things, people. One of those fucking things. And I'm very proud. I'm very proud of, we can look at someone like Phil Heath. And how far he has come from bodybuilding. He was originally a basketball player. He has accomplished a lot. Um, I am I am inspired by him. I am in awe over Phil Heath. You know, and I hope that he has a bunch of little Phils. I truly do. I truly do. But you know, it's not all about Phil Heath. It's about life. It's about Friday. I'm just passing the cemetery. So you know it's good. My One of my mentors is, is buried there. Her remains. I have many mentors. People like, oh, I have one mentor. I had several. Because there are always important people in my life, you know, that teach me this. Teach me that. And, you know. But I don't, you know, I, I have to give my parents credit. I don't hate them. You know, we're all totally different people. I will say this. My parents are highly, highly intelligent. I I don't want to say this, but I should. 
I, I, I wish that I was half times as smart as my father. My father is probably so intelligent. And, and he's a scientist. He could have been a world famous scientist, but he's not. And that's fine with him. My mother, the same thing. My mother is highly, highly intelligent. You can't put one over on her. Oh my God. You know, I wish I had their brains, but I unfortunately have my brain. My brain works sometimes, and sometimes it's like, hey, let's go for a party. You know, shit like that. But I, I like to think that I inherited some of their intelligence, some of it. You know, my siblings like to think they're smarter than me because they're narrowed. I disagree with that. But, you know, they're they're happy. That's how what I see in marriage is they're happy. They're productive. I don't want to get married. I have my own ideas about life. I have my own, you know. I mean, let's, you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. I'm fine with that. It doesn't make me feel cheap, you know. It is what it is. It's part of life. And, yeah. Just driving through the boondocks fucking shit I can't wait for it to rain don't you just love how I just jump through shit you know I I love it now I have to watch these videos before I go to sleep of rain, thunder, lightning hurricanes I don't know I've I've always wanted I know it sounds sick I want to fly through a hurricane that's where I'm like, God, I wish I had my father's brain. Because that's the kind of shit he probably does. Oh, let's fly through a hurricane and study it. I think that is so cool. But instead, I'm studying humor. I'm studying what makes you people tick. You know, if I stick my finger up my butt, are you going to laugh or say, ooh, dinner time? You know, um, just different things. Why, you know, oh, the belly laugh, the grandma laugh, you know, the drunk laugh. Um, I remember the first party I was ever invited to in high school. It didn't really make me feel special. It just made me feel, oh, that's cool. I get to go to a party. Was my friend Lori. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Such a nice, nice person. Had her moments, but very, very sweet. And she lived not too far from me, and she was throwing a party. So she invited me. When people from high school found out she invited me, they got pissed. You invited him, but not me? This one bitch, she called me Fagisha. And I was like, fuck you. So it was a cool party, though. Um, I remember someone had a uh, drink in the bag, and we all drank the bag. It was like something out of the Lost Boys, okay? Only we weren't drinking blood. We were drinking alcohol. Um, it was funny, you know, we danced, I brought some music. It was a little embarrassing when I had to leave and I had to take some of the CDs with me. But, you know, it was almost like a Soul Train line. It was good times. It was 95, I was 14, not yet 15. Kind of like Britney Spears. I'm not 15, not quite 16, oops. You know, this is, of course, during, before the Catholic school girl. And... But yeah, it was it was funny. I remember my grandfather came to pick me up with my brothers in the car. 
and my brother says that they he saw a bunch of people throwing up or no that was one of my friends on the on the grass some guy came in and said hey I'm Yogi Bear and he threw up that's what I remember gotta remember this was 20 shit 23 years ago 23 years um, I was a freshman in high school listen to LL Cool J yeah wishing I could do him too but you know we all have our fantasies when I <laughs> he still looks good when I look at that mama said knock you out album cover that I don't care if he now he gave up bread fine who fucking cares I thought he looked good then that album cover is not only iconic first of all here is a man people who don't like rap I always tell them listen to LL he's rapping about love lust fucking money booming systems girls he, he is observing he, uh, I will go out of a limb and say that LL Cool J is sociologist in a way he is looking at what we're doing he's rapping about it that's why Eminem was so inspired by him and I think around the way girl you know he's talking about he wants a girl with extensions and hair bamboo earrings at least two pair of any bag and a bad attitude he's, it's, it's just great mama said knock you out you know don't call it a comeback I mean it's, it's classic but that album cover the music the album cover and it was something it was something different it was something new and so you know yeah but I, I'm a big LL Cool J fan I always will be you know I don't watch him on TV because I listen to him I don't need to go oh go watch him in NCIS I'm sure he's a great actor. I loved him on In the House with Debbie Allen. It didn't do very well, but I loved it. You know, he had RuPaul on there. I mean, shit. He had he had George and Wheezy. George and Wheezy. Playing someone's in-laws. You know, it didn't, it didn't get any better than that, you know? You're LL fucking Cool J. And you got George Easy on your show. And and they give each other medical, medical alert bracelets. I mean, come on. And I'm doing the hands-free. I'm talking, driving. I have my phone on the dashboard. Yes. I did get a new one. I know. Why? In your Nancy Kerrigan voice. Why? Because I wanted to. Do I need it? I don't know. Susie Orman would probably disagree. Your old one works, honey. Yeah, I don't know. My, um, someone in my family has the, the first iPhone X. And it's nice. It's little. I'm happy now that the new one is as big as the, the phone that I currently have. And it's all screen. And it's pretty, you know. And I bought an inexpensive case. Um. I was going to buy the one on Apple that's $40. I thought, no. Because it doesn't have a screen cover. Because I want, I, you know. What the fuck is this shit? I want a screen cover. 
This is what happens when you drive through the boonies late at night. Well, late at night, it's only, it's almost nine, is it nine o'clock? You know what premiered 30, is it 33 years ago? The Golden Girls. Probably one of the most beloved comedies. And like Will and Grace. Funny as fuck. Winner. Okay, each one of the cast members won Emmys during its run. So, okay. Betty White. Rue McCullaghan. B. Arthur. And, and Estelle Getty all won Emmys. That's unprecedented. Unprecedented. Um, it's, it's an unprecedented. Unprecedented. I can't fucking say it. I'm tired. Fuck me. Not now, but maybe later. But it, it's unheard of in Hollywood. And then it happened again. In 2000. When, um, Sean Hayes and Megan Mullally won Emmys for Will and Grace. And the show won the Best Comedy Emmy. And then in 2001, after 9-11, it was good to know that Will and Grace was making us laugh again. When Eric Eric McCormick won his Emmy Award. And then two years later, Deborah Messing. So, Will and Grace has a history. A very good history. And then in 2006, after the first run, I don't know about this one, um, the reboot. But the first run, the, the uh, Megan Mullally won her second Emmy for playing Karen Walker. So the Golden Girls and Will and Grace have a lot in common in terms of pushing the boundaries of what humor truly is. And 20 years ago, Will and Grace premiered. At first, it was a modest hit. It took the summer of 1999 to really bring it into the forefront. And then it became this iconic show. I would watch, you know, I was never a big Friends fan. I didn't understand that shit. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to rain on your parade like Barbara. But I didn't get it. (coughs) The only time I liked it is when Brad Pitt was on there. Playing this guy that hated Rachel. You know? That was about it. But, and then here was the thing. I would only watch Friends on mute because I knew Will and Grace was going to come on later. So, you know, Will and Grace, the guest stars, Cher, uh, Gene Wilder, oh my goodness. Debbie Harry. Um, you know, the, the list just keeps on. Sidney Pollock. Sidney Pollock playing Will's father. The late Sidney Pollock. Director of Tootsie. Out of Africa. The way we fucking were, bitches. You know? It was, it's one of those things. I'm... I loved Will and Grace. The reboot, it's hard to keep up with because I'm like, 
Okay, wait a minute. That ending. I don't know. I lived with that Eddie ending for 11, 11 fucking years. 11 years. And then they flipped the fucking script. It was like Dynasty. It was like a dream. I don't fucking think so. Are you kidding me? I'm... <coughs> now... <coughs> I understand. Murphy Brown is coming back. How do I feel about it? I don't know. I love Murphy Brown. I love... It pisses me off that you can't get it on DVD. That was a... That... I hope maybe with this reboot we get a fucking DVD collection. At at the time when I was little, I didn't understand some of that humor. And then as I got older, I went, oh... You know? You can't get any better than Murphy, you know... I, I almost refer to her as Murphy Brown, but her name is Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen is a genius. If Murphy Brown were made into a movie, she would have won won fucking five Academy Awards. In fact, she was nominated for an Academy Award for Starting Over, where she plays a songwriter (coughs) who can't carry a tune. With Burt Reynolds. Oh my God. You know, I, I loved her. I still do. I loved when she was on uh, Sex in the City and Will and Grace. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that, people. Candace Bergen. Um, the guy who played Jim Dial. That's sad. I don't even think he's going to be on the new one, the reboot. Murphy Brown is a great, great moment in TV history. You had all these great shows. You had Designing Women, Major Dad, Murphy fucking Brown. I love. I, I would watch Murphy Brown with my family. That was a time when you could watch movies, TV with your family. My family, we would watch Magnum P.I. together. Fantasy Island. You know, it doesn't get any better than that, people. And now they're bringing Magnum back, so I don't know. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast. Friday night, fuckers. Unpleasant dreams. And fuck this administration. Okay? Good night. Eat me. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. And also, classic films and dark humor. I'm doing this because tonight, Tombstone is on. And it just so happens that I'm going as Doc Holiday this October. We're having a Western party. And I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, I'm practicing. I think the phone heard me when I was talking about it. Because you know how these Apple phones, they can hear everything. So I guess now AMC knows. Put on Tombstone for him. So, um, as for classic films and dark humor, I'm sorry that I haven't been doing them. What I'm going to do is do them every other week. Rather than every day. Because the Dr. Zeus podcast takes a lot of my time. A lot of my energy. And plus I gotta gather information on films to do. (sighs) Tombstone. Remember the days of VHS? Remember that? 
those were good times. And, um, yeah, I'm very thankful that the days of VHS, at first, when the first time I saw Tombstone, I didn't like it, but I was 13 and stupid, and I was the only one who had the VCR in the house, and they took it from me, so I was a little pissed, but you know, I'm your Huckleberry. So, tonight is an interesting night, let's just say. I want to thank my friend. Um, it's weird to be in the company of Meow. Yeah. I gotta say, though, I love old cars. Because these new cars, it's like driving a fucking iPad. You gotta do this, you gotta do that. <clears throat> Press this button. It's like, the fuck? I don't know. That's why I like driving something that's old and clunky. You know what I mean? I'm old-fashioned. That <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of happy that my phone doesn't connect to the truck. Like, I have to all do it manually. I like that. But that's aside from the point of Tombstone, okay? Tombstone came out in 1993. Um, let's see if... Uh, this can give me the info that I need. Okay. Interesting film. The Oscars don't always get it right. And I'm going to tell you why. For one. Um, Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday is the stuff of... Poor, poor Val Kilmer really isn't having the happy ending that he should get. Okay, so Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp. Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday. Michael Bean, who didn't age very well, is John Arango. The late Powers Booth is Curly Bill Brocius. Robert John Burke is Frank McClary. Dana Delaney is Josephine Marcus. Sam Elliott is Virgil Earp. Um... Stephen Lang is Ike Clayton. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Terry O'Quinn is mayor. Why? Mmm, um, the late Bill Paxton. Morgan Earp. That's sad. But we're, I'm referring to him as the late. Oh god, Jason Priestley. Don't even. Shh. Oh, the guy from The Closer is uh, John Behan, Cochise County Sheriff. Interesting. Billy Zane, Lord. Um, yeah, of course, Mr. Charlton Heston. Ugh, isn't it? And at the end of the film, there is, of course, the voice of the late. Um, Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum was supposed to appear in Tombstone. But supposedly he got too sick to do it. He was dying of emphysema. And it ultimately, or not ultimately, it eventually killed him in 1997. He was just a month shy as, of his 80th birthday. So Tombstone is 20? Is it 25 years? 25 years old, yeah. Um, Val Kilmer's performance as Doc Holliday really is, I mean, you know... There are shirts of I'm your Huckleberry, and you know, I mean, 
I think we've all been in bed and, you know, that moment where he's like, you know, Kate, she's like, I'm a good woman to you, Doc. Yes, this is true. You, you are a good woman. Yes, this is true. You are a good woman. You may also be the Antichrist. I can't really do it. I'm working on it. I'm practicing. I've got till October 20th to unveil my look, to unveil my sound. So I'm going to work out a little bit because I need to slim down. Not so much for the costume, but for the part. So it's going to take a lot of fucking time. Oh, look at look at Michael Dean, Johnny Ringo. I mean, there's a great moment where, I won't spoil it for you, where uh, Val Kilmer, um, Doc Holliday walks in and he's like, Ooh, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked all over your grave. <laughs> I love the way he just... It's like I gotta practice the script now. You know, I did acting class when I was in my 20s. and It, you know... But see, then again, if you're a natural one, and I'm somewhat natural, you don't, all you need to do is learn how to deliver lines. So, I remember one time I had to do a part where I had to sling this girl over my shoulder and walk off. I don't remember why. So, it's just one of those things, you know what I mean? The part of the century. Yeah. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> A very interesting, shall we say. Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer failed to get an Oscar nomination. I'm sure he wanted it. But you know, the Academy... They're a bunch of fuckers. Um, you know, and of course, got old Kurt Russell who's been with Goldie Hawn. He hasn't been married to her, but he's been with her for 200 years. So. Look at Michael Bean. His teeth are so white, and you're thinking, they didn't have, they weren't that white in two powers, boobs. Look at you. Your teeth were not that white in 18... 80 something. There's okay corral. That guy looks like he needs a bath. He is one of those Western things, y'all. Yeah. <sighs> what can I say? You know, Tombstone is just one of those classic films. 25 years. And we've all been under its spell. I mean, the scenery, the dialogue, the situations, you know. Uh, looks like Maddie's taking off. Who knows where she's fucking going. I guess she wants a divorce. Whoa, he just took them out. Now his brother's on the train. Water flag. What the fuck? Classic films and dark humor. This is truly a classic film. It came out in the 90s. But you know, that's classic to some of you. 
those of you who, you know, what's that chick's name? Issa Rae? I don't know. Very disrespectful. Looking down at her phone when Betty White came out. Seriously? What kind of stick is up your ass? But back to Tombstone. Yeah. He's a marshal. Ooh, Ike. You fucker. I mean, yeah, everyone wants to be Wyatt Hurt, but I want to be Doc Holliday for Halloween. So I got work to do, you know? But then you look at all the different looks, and I'm thinking, okay, which one... Which one do I go for, you know? Do I go for the OK Corral? Do I go for the one... Where he famously says, well, that first time he said, I'm a Huckleberry, he's wearing something different. Or the first time we meet him in the film, he's gambling. So he's wearing a gambler's outfit, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I'm not Diana Ross. If I if I could, if I, I do have the money, I could get all three outfits. Costume change, you know what I mean? And these cats are like, who is this man talking to himself? What's up? Where's your other little friend? Yeah? I don't know. It's one of those nights, people. It's just one of those nights. Look at them. They're just shooting people like potato chips. And it's on AMC. So all of the colorful language is cut out. Charlton Heston, you know, from my cold dead hand. Yeah. Whatever. Fucker. Welcome to Tombstone, y'all. I'm your host, Doc Holliday. I'm your Huckleberry. I gotta work on it. I, I know, I have a lot of work to do, you know. Um, I'm recording abroad, so I don't have all of my equipment with me. Don't even think about it. You're not peeing on my shoes. Um, but yeah. Did you just do a fresh one? What? Okay. So this concludes classic films and dark humor. Sorry that I haven't been back. I'm going to go back now to Dr. Zeus podcast. You'll see me there. Unpleasant film dreams. I'm your Huckleberry. Okay, people. Let's see here. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. And also, classic films and dark humor. I'm doing this because tonight, <laughs> Tombstone is on. And it just so happens that I'm going as Doc Holliday. Yeah, so we're continuing the Dr. Zeus podcast. I had to do both, you know, I'm tired. And, you know, it's not, it's not been fun. I already feel stress weighing upon me. Not everyone understands, and that's fine. You know what? Can't You can't go for sympathy. Just got to persevere and say, fuck it. Ugh. That's what you got to do. You just got to say, fuck it. And so I say, fuck it. What's up, kitties? And um, if I... 
could. Let's see. Alright. Ugh. Tomb fucking stone, motherfuckers. It's gonna be an interesting night. Alright. So, I am not happy with my current, I, I, I can't really discuss it, you know what I mean? I don't want to get in trouble. I'm just not happy. Hey, kitty. So, with the point of, you know, what do I do here? How do I realign the stars? Oh, it's not revenge he's after. It's a record thing. I got a lot of work to do on that accent. <sighs> See, it's like, fuck, he's got all these different outfits. <laughs> Damn. They are. Those glazed tenders are heaven. I was eating them. And I thought, these are so good that I shouldn't be eating them. And driving. Does that really kind of fuck things up, you know? Is it Thursday yet? Huh? Oh, no. It's going to be. Let me see. Does this one do it? No? People, it's going to be Wednesday tomorrow. I'm praying. And my phone. Yeah, I got the new one. So, it's not here yet. It's not here. Oh, people. Yeah, long fucking day. You know. What I'd really like for lunch is some In-N-Out or some five. I'd like to have five guys in truth, not just the burger, but five personal guys. You know, one that looks like Phil Heath, Jay Cutler. Yes, maybe Sean Roden. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm weird. What can I say? Sleep well, eat well, fuck well, play well. Let's rise. Damn it. So, I am chilling out at an undisclosed location, and that's why I have my phone and my tablet. I don't have my typical equipment, so, you know, that shit is crazy. That's all I'm saying. I'm looking forward to Halloween. Also, the fact that I don't have to go to... Well, it's not that I don't, but I won't be going to Hawaii this year because I already went last year. Last year, that's what it was all about, saving up for Hawaii. I didn't save up enough, but, you know, we still had fun. And um, here we are today. Today is a special day in my family, and that's all I'm going to say. So I give a shout-out to them. They know who they are, you know. 
Because he got it at Jared. Yeah. Um, I'm just so tired, people. I'm tired of what I'm doing. You know, I was listening to Cheryl Crow's A Change Will Do You Good on the Way Home. I thought, please, let's make it a change. So my mission is to create like I'm doing right now. That's all I want to do. If I could do this for a living, I would be I wouldn't so much be bored because then it's like, well, then I should also get into radio. I don't know. I know I'm a little late to the party, but fuck it. You know, just fuck it. I could never get into Better Call Saul. I liked it when it was called Breaking Bad. Yeah. I'm sure it's a good show. You know, but... And those Emmy Awards, let me tell you something. Fuck, Dr. Ruth is still alive. What the fuck? Anyway. Those Emmy Awards are just like... I I was not a big fan of the Johnny Versace thing. I was like, what's the point? Oh God! Every every time I see Dennis Quaid, I think, oh, that's a lot of cocaine, <laughs> and he likes threesomes too. <laughs> this is of course before Meg Ryan. Hey Meg, you want to get your salad tossed? <laughs> yeah. Just imagine if Chris Rock said, Hey, Meg Ryan, you want to get your salad toast? No. I don't know. Well, people, this has been fun. It's the Dr. Zeus fucking podcast. Remember, Tombstone next month. I'm your Huckleberry. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>